All right, we're back, Joe. Yep, Joe Chifo, we're back. We're back. All right, Comaz Radio WFDU HD two. Again, the call in line eight six two two four six seven three two two. February Pledge Month here at WFDU. Every little bit helps in this uh, volunteer gig, right, Mazza? <laughs> all right, so Chifo, make sure you're working the wires here. All right. I'm yep. hoping to get this interview on the air. We still haven't figured that out. I we- thought I had it figured out, but hopefully. All we right, so what, we were making our man Joe Maniello a nice local guy, the guinea pig here. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Exactly. All right, in case it doesn't work. Joe, no, you hear this? Work. This is the respect you're getting, Joe. You take time out of your Sunday. You're online at the bakery, and Chifo's like making you a case study on how to get you on it'll, live. It'll be on the <laughs> podcast, but I'm not sure about Facebook Live. All right, we're joined by the great Joe Maniello, one of the better Twitter athletes out there, uh, Tony. <laughs> you, put, you put anything out there. But as soon as the heat from your finger hits the send button, Maniello's on you like white on rice. He's a five-tool guy. Uh, it's, it's incredible. <laughs> Joe, it what's really going is. on with this Billy Joel channel, man? What did, what did XM do, man? They, they buried this Billy Joel uh, channel? Yeah, I don't know what happened. They do that every few months. I don't know why they take it away. It's such it, a popular yeah. channel. It's crazy. It's cr- it really is. It comes out like a, ho- like, like a house of fire. There, Joe. I know you yeah. love your puns. We didn't start the fire, it comes out like. And then it just fizzles out. So, full disclosure, I don't know if I told you this, but Tony and the wives, uh, and my, myself and Tony and his uh, lovely wife, we went last week. Always a steady show. You know exactly what you're getting. You could almost call it a little boring, but yet, every few years, it's a must-do. I'm Sayerville's sorry, it just best is. Was the, Sayerville's best was the guest performer, John Bon Jovi. Yeah, Maniello. Uh, bon Jovi's turning into a little bit of a lounge act. He was he was kind of moving around the stage like a little poor man Sinatra, <laughs> Dean Martin, right? <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. He's good. He's, he's out good. there because I guess he's touring again. So I'm sure he called up Billy and said, you know, not that any of them need the money, but he's like, look, let me get out there. And uh, he came out. He did. Uh, he How did, old is he now? He's a little older than me. He's a little older than me. No, no, I'm 53. He's a little older than me and Tony. He's probably 56, if I had to guess. He's a little older. Really? Bon Jovi's 56? Bon, I think so. And he did a uh, big he's shot. He's halfway, he's halfway there. He's halfway there. There you go. He's halfway there, right? Uh, and it's still rock and roll to me. And still rock and roll to me, and you may be right. So I actually saw him open when I graduated high school for the Scorpions. He opened on the Rocky Like a Hurricane Scorpions tour when they just absolutely hit their hit their peak commercially. And Bon Jovi had just won the Battle of the Bands out on Long Island, Joe. People forget that. Really? People huh? forget that. He's Sayerville, New Jersey to his core. But he made his bones by winning some Battle of the Bands on a Long Island radio station, and then that's how he got the record contract. And he are, we, are we here to talk about the Super Bowl? Or yeah, the, we are. The we are. We're ready to go. All right, Joe, thanks for calling in. We'll, we'll see you next week. All right, what do you think in the game? Let's have it. Uh, I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, two great teams. Uh, happy it's not the uh, Titans or Texans or, or the Packers. I mean, the NFL must be so happy to get Chiefs Niners. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people are underestimating the 49ers. You guys know I like them. They're my pick in the paper. I gave five reasons why. So give them to think, us. Uh, give them to us for our uh, New Jersey uh, fans who still read in the hard copy and don't have access to Newsday. Sure. Well, the the pass rush was my main reason why. Then uh, the the running attack. Uh, I think Garoppolo is underrated. I also feel like the uh, Niners. They're battle tested. They've been in, involved in a ton of close games this year, down to the wire. The the thir- thirteen and three, and the only three losses were by a last-second field goal at home against the Ni- uh, Seahawks on Monday night. Then they lost at Baltimore in the rain on a last-second field goal, and then they lost by seven. But it was really one because they had that crazy uh, lateral against the Falcons when half their defense wasn't there. So they lost three games by one score. You know, seven seven points if you don't count that lateral touchdown. And I just feel like people are underestimating them. They're totally. Uh, everyone's just in love with Patrick Mahomes. I get it. He's great. It's going to be an all-time great. <clears throat> 
But uh, totally underestimating the 49ers attack. Uh, Shanahan is, in my, in my opinion, the best offensive-minded uh, coach in the league. Uh, his, he, running, his running schemes are amazing. Uh, to have the best rushing attack in the NFL without a star running back. Their, their, their best guy was cut by six teams, including yeah, the Jets. No, it's, course, it's, it's by course. committee. No choice about it. But but the thing is, it's not. It just shows you that it's it's the coaching. It's 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 the schemes. They have amazing. Um, they have a solid offensive line, but they have a great blocking tight end, great blocking receivers. They have the uh, full, fullback, Kalachuchek. They just have uh, so many weapons. I just feel like uh, people are totally underestimating the Niners. Uh, I, I know you love the pass rush. I, I think uh, Nick Bosa has a big game, and they can get to Mahomes with Listen, just four guys. So. I I thought that the Chiefs and Niners will both win the, their their title games uh, by ten points, and I think the Niners are going to beat the Chiefs by ten points. I'm going to root like heck for the Chiefs just because we've been talking about the fan base and all that stuff, and I just think that they're they're the, I wouldn't call them a Cinderella pick. That'd be crazy, but I think that they're the the sympathetic pick. Uh, because the whole Andy Reid thing, I have no problem with Andy Reid, even though his, his Eagles obviously threw a couple of really nice beatdowns on the Giants. But the Giants won two Super Bowls in that era, so I have no problem with it. Um, and I, yeah. I agree with you. I think that I think that, that front seven is going to be way too much. And you know what? I'm glad you brought up the, the, the receivers blocking because one of my biggest things about football and, and watching football is, the, is that the announcers never talk about the great blocks. And, on, on the, and I'll switch over to the AFC game, and you, you're, you're jogging my memory. On the Tyreek Hill uh, misdirection touchdown... Last week, you guys remember that in the second quarter? Mm. Okay, from like the 15-yard line? The, the tight end and the receiver made two phenomenal seal blocks, and nobody brought it up. Uh, uh, who did the game? Romo did the game, right? He, he yeah, kind of mentioned it on the replay, but barely. The wide receiver did a, made a seal block that was phenomenal, and Tyreek Hill's speed obviously is uncontainable at that point. So, so d- listen, I think Tony's going to give you a little rebuttal here on, on Garoppolo, but... But I agree. I mean, I think that uh, Kansas City is going to be able to move the ball on the Niners. I think the Niners' secondary is not anywhere as near as good as their as their front seven. So I think if Kansas City can block and give Mahomes time, I think Kansas City is going to move the ball. They got weapons in terms of Kelsey Hill. They got other weapons in terms of in terms of being able to move the ball. So, so the key to me is, and frankly. Even if Mahomes, who has some mobility, can move around the pocket, he actually likes it when the play breaks down. So I think the issue is going to be whether or not the 49ers secondary is going to be able to cover these guys. So I think Kansas City is going to be able to move the ball. And if that's the case, I mean, we've seen from the 49ers the last couple weeks that they don't trust Jimmy G. <laughs> Joe, where are, you on this, where are you on this non-trust I versus totally, attention? Totally, yeah. totally, dis- totally disagree on that. They don't. They don't. They don't, it's not about trust. If you look at the whole season, he said he played plenty of games where they needed him. They didn't need him the last against the Vikings. They ran when that game was seventeen ten. Uh, they picked off I think Cousins, and then they had an eight play drive for a touchdown to go up twenty four ten and end the game. All eight plays were runs. Yes, they didn't need him. They didn't need him to throw the ball against the Packers. It was twenty to nothing before Garoppolo attempted the pass. Basically, they didn't need him. When they did need him, he he stepped up at, at New Orleans. He had a huge game. They won forty eight forty six. Another game. I mean, he had twenty seven touchdowns. He had thirteen picks, but he's the only guy in the league to be top five in touchdown passes, completion percentage, and yards per attempt. And I think he's way underrated. I think. Uh, if the Niners win, and I think they will, um, I think people tomorrow will be like, wow, that Jimmy G, he's actually a really good quarterback. Why did they just run the ball so many times in the, in the playoffs? I think you're underestimating his talent. Um, one thing to remember about Jimmy G, Bill Belichick was supposedly livid that they traded him. He wanted him to be the quarterback. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, Joe, yeah, before, I mean, before we so, started a relationship with you, this was uh, 
this was three podcasts of Comp Mazza. I mean, we were all over this. Yeah, so this idea that he, uh, they don't trust him. I, I read a story in today's Tuesday about how Shanahan was kind of ticked off by that comment. He's like, we do trust him. We just didn't need him to beat those teams because the run game, the run game is working so well. If something's working, why, why abandon it just to fill somebody's ego? Or I, I agree. Just to fill I, some narrative, I, so. I think, I think game plan versus having to trust the guy are two different conversations. And I, I think people, uh, the Chiefs are like haven't have made it a secret. They're going to try to stop the run. And I think that plays right into the Shanahan and Garoppolo. I think you're going to see a ton of play action with different looks. You're going to be like, wow, what's going on here? Like the same way that um, I'm picking a game 34-31 because of Mahomes. I just don't, you know, he's never lost by more than seven points. So I can't see it being a blowout. But if it's like 34-24, 34-20, I would not be shocked. Phil Sims picked it 34-21. He knows way more than we do. And he watches a ton of film. So San someone Fran, like that, I assume. Someone San like Fran. is picking... Yeah, no, yeah, he picked San Fran right. by 13, 34 mm-hmm. 21. So if someone like Phil Sims, who's a football junkie and watches tons of tape, if he's picking them by 13, that kind of tells you something. So uh, I just think the Niners, I think they're going to, the Chiefs are going to play, fall right into the trap. They're going to load the box, and then Shanahan's going to call these crazy plays, and George Kittle's going to be 20 yards open downfield for a touchdown. I just think the Niners are going to, uh, remember, um, the last time Shanahan was in the Super Bowl, you know, they blew that game 28 3 against the Patriots, but they got out to a 28-3 lead against Bill Belichick's yeah, defense. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, Andy Reid and Spagnolo, it's not the same defense, even though it's improved. So if, if the Niners get up 17-3 or 17-7, I would not be shocked. I think they're uh, going to have a ton of exciting plays tonight, and I think people are going to be really surprised by how good a uh, Garoppolo plays. So you kind of do this for a living where, you you know, you obviously you, you talk about the line all the time and that. So why do you think the line is so tight? You think most of the country has just fallen in love with the whole Mahomes story? Why the line is what? So uh, so, so tight, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just two really good teams, and they're not going to make it three because then I'm sure more money will go into Niners. Right. I thought it was going to open San Fran minus one, but Chiefs got it because, of, I think, like you said, Mahomes and the average better is just betting him because they feel like he's not going to lose, which, you know, I totally get it. But there's just too much talk about how, oh, it's Andy, it's, it's Andy Reid's time. Like, he has to win. Why, why does he have to win? I don't get it. But uh, the line's not going to move with two great teams like this. It's just... Uh, should be a close game. It kind of tells you that everyone's down the middle. That it's not a. You, you do see a lot more. I feel like you see more analysts and professionals uh, picking the Chiefs. I say like sixty-five, thirty-five. But it all comes down to Mahomes. If you ask, if you ask someone why are you taking the Chiefs, other than Mahomes, they have. I, I think they have uh, trouble picking more than you know right, two other reasons. Fair. So yeah, I feel like the Niners are just so complete, and they're healthy. Every the whole team is healthy. Uh, the defense is just stacked on all three levels, and I think uh, they can get to Mahomes with just four guys. So I, I agree with uh, Tony about the secondary. That's the one concern I have, that like Tyreek Hill or Sammy Watkins can just break free for long touchdowns on a broken play. But uh, their pass rush can get there with four guys. So I think Mahomes isn't going to have the time that he had against the Texans and the Titans. But I, don't, I do not see a signature uh, Mahomes 300-yard game, three touchdowns. I don't see that at all. So you got any uh, prop bets you got your eyes on for today's game? Yeah, the props are crazy. There's so many of them. Uh, I did one for uh, Newsday this week. Uh, I always like the national anthem one. To me, that's the best one because you can just get it out of the way. It's before the game even starts. <laughs> Who's singing and, uh, it today, I, anyway? Uh, Demi, Lo- Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato singing it. Mm. And she, uh, she sang last week at the Grammys. She has an amazing voice and you know, a big, powerful voice. So to me, you always go over. I think Billy Joel might have been the last guy to go under, actually, speaking of Billy Joel. Mm, but uh, okay. so it's only a minute 55, so... <laughs> Uh, my friends at uh, Bet, BetNJ.com sent me like some uh, stats on the national anthem, and she sang it four times before, or five times, and it went over the last two times. So it went over this number. So I think she'll go over that. And uh, 
I mean, I always like to do the MVP. I, I bet a few MVP guys. Uh, I like Emmanuel Sanders, uh, 45 to 1. Um, it's, a, it's a long shot. I think, you know, obviously the quarterbacks are the uh, biggest favorites to win. If, you know, probably get it if they win, but I was like taking a shot with the MVP. Uh, the best bet I ever made was Super Bowl 43. I had Antonio Holmes. 18 to 1 to an MVP, and he had that amazing catch. No, the ma- amazing catch on throw. It's yeah, one, so of the best, one of the best plays in Super Bowl history. Yeah, so I won that one. But uh, I think uh, just a long shot like Nick Bosa is 25 to 1, Richard Sherman, 80 to 1. So, someone like that. Richard you know, like a, star, Sherman. A, a star player who, like, uh, if the quarterback doesn't win it, like, who's going to win it? You know, so I feel yeah. like there's some good value in that. And MVP, the Super Bowl props is. You name it, they have it. You know, whatever you want to talk about, they have it. But hey, Joe, what do you? I want to go too crazy. What's the what? Maybe you know, maybe you don't. Where would you set the line on uh, Garoppolo attempts? That's a good question. That is a prop, but I don't know. Oh, it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be, right? I didn't I mean, see that one. I think maybe I saw nineteen, but maybe that's too high. Yeah, I said fifteen. Uh, I said if we were setting it, we would set it at fifteen. I, I would go over on that because I feel like they're going to throw. I think the Niners going to are going to. Uh, you think more than throw, twenty throw more than you think? Oh, way more. Yeah. Way more. Really interesting. No, I'm thinking 34, 31 yeah, games. There you go. Of course, there you go. Yep, yep. I think Garoppolo is probably at least. Uh, I would say like, uh, if I had a guess, I guess his line would be like 22 or 27, something like that. I think he's had a nice game, so I would definitely go over uh, completions and attempts, yards, everything. Joe, what's um, what's been your overall record this year? I mean, did you have a good year, bad year in terms of picking games? Any any kind of trends that you see out there that you could apply uh, for next year? Overall, I had a losing record. It's just tough picking every game. Let, uh, early on, I was great. I was fit, like 53, 38, and 1. And I went on your show a couple times and had a bad week. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, listen. I'm hoping that uh, today's <laughs> game doesn't reflect this uh, interview. I, w- I wound up finishing a regular season. I was 119, 130, and 7. So I was 11 games under. And then the playoffs, I was 3 and 7. I had. I took an 0 for 4 on wild card weekend, so it was a bad, yeah. bad playoff. But, yeah. but um, it's not easy. I'm, a little, I'm, I'm upset with myself because I took the, the Niners. I was on their bandwagon after that Monday night game against the Browns earlier in the year. I, I, I was all over them. And then at the end, I kind of bought into the whole Saints uh, you know, narrative about how yeah, they're going to Yeah, you and Mike you guys love the Saints. You guys love well, the Saints. I was, I was on the Niners, and I just kind of yeah. felt like, oh, the Saints, yeah. this is their year. Drew Brees, you know. Yeah. The last two years, I, I fell into that thing. So I kind of I took the Saints over the Ravens. Looking back on it, I wish I had stuck with the 49ers. Yeah. Hey, Joe, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. We want to get some, uh, appreciate it. You want to get some official scores on, on the air? I'm, I'm going Niners 34-31. What do you have? Yeah, you gave it to us already. 34, yeah. What about you guys? I'm going, uh, what did I say before? Niners, uh, I'm going to go, I, I like them by 10. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 28-17. I'm going, okay, 11. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going Kansas City 35 <laughs> 27. What about Joe in the back? Joe, what do you got? For the game? Yeah. yeah. I don't care. He doesn't care. Good food. <laughs> Good food. You <laughs> care about the buffet and the halftime okay. show. Thanks, Joe. We appreciate show. it. Thanks, I appreciate right, it. You got it. Thank you. Okay.
You're listening to Jazz and What's More on WFDU HD2.